Thank you, gentlemen, for being on the Ride Boundless Podcast. Of course, of course. I started doing the intro music. I've been explaining this a lot lately, but uh, I just think it's one of the coolest fucking features that exists. Boom, boom. My buddy Alex Torres, one of my best friends for like 20 years, he made it for me. So I always want to give him a shout out. Uh, welcome. Thank you very much. I Appreciate feel very welcome. No, thank you for being here. How, uh, how, where, where are you guys originally from? Um, and and, 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 and what's going on? With, uh, both. And well, what's going on with, the, with your L.A. trip that you guys have been posting in and out and <laughs> testing burgers and fucking fries and, hmm. Well, it comes from this thing where, you know, me and Zaid actually grew up as pretty much to become best friends. Uh, yeah. We both are Middle Eastern. He's Jordanian. I am full Palestinian, both my parents. Very uh, nice. Born in Fountain Valley, California, actually. Um, we reside in Corona, California. That's where the 2AM podcast actually takes place. Corona? Uh-huh. Sixth Street, baby. But yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in Corona. I'm in Long Beach, so. Nice. Yeah. So how do you guys make that work? So real quick, you, you just said you do the 2AM podcast. How do you guys introduce yourself uh, and, and how long, what episode are you on and how long you've been doing this? Well, the 2AM podcast actually started in the early beginnings of COVID-19. Before the China virus. Yes, exactly. China. Yeah, before that Chinese crap we heard about. Yeah. Whatever, affecting some people. but uh, <laughs> Some people. Some people. Um, yeah, we decided to have a podcast. Uh, this is something that I personally have been working on for like a very long time. Um, the 2AM podcast concept. Every time I've ever finished a hangout at 5AM, 4AM, uh, the type of person I was was I always took something out of that conversation with my homies. That's essentially like the root of podcasting. Um, coming in, you know, with the form of uh, practice of like, you know, listening to daily podcasts. Joe Rogan was a big thing. Um, things like that. I kind of just got Who? a hint. <laughs> Joe Rogan, you heard? I think so. It sounds familiar. Continue. I'll, I'll Google him after. He calls this. himself an experience. I don't know. Oh, but, that's you know. weird. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, uh, we, we caught up and we were like, we can do this. I think that we are unique enough to kind of just, um, you know, formulate thoughts, shower thoughts, whatever they may be, and just kind of expand on them with one, two, three people, whatever you, whatever, whatever you need. And I kind of just saw Zayd as perfect fitting because we can always have civil discourse. I disagree with half the things he has to say sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I still uh, remember the moment we started it. We went to Panini Cafe. Have you ever been? Panini Cafe. Um, the one right here on Ventura? There should be one here. There's that, oh, no, that one. Yeah. That, I mean, there is a Panini Cafe, but yeah, I, I think it's called something, Tazakian mm -hmm. something. Anyways, continue. Yeah. Basically, we got together as a trio. Um, Logan, who actually left the podcast later on, um, we we got together and just realized that it was something that made sense, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about certain things, certain subjects on our own, and it only makes sense to you know create a podcast and ultimately just be consistent with it. Yeah, because we know we could create something. And and, and I I come from a background of like uh, cinematography, video production, so I was always Which like, was going to be my next question? Yeah, yeah, the guerrilla filmmaking type of thing. You know, you kind of have your own one rig with a bunch of lenses, and you go out and shoot whatever it is, weddings. Uh, engagement videos, personal lifestyle. I got in touch with models, you know, like you do all these kinds of things until you're suddenly into music videos. And I realized that after doing it for so long, there was this part that I hated about it. And I was starting to hate the whole craft podcasting because it took place during the night. It kind of helped me, um, 
Podcasting is like a group therapy session in a sense. Yeah. I yeah, agree with that. So it helps you kind of balance out your day thoughts. So it helped me really shift my um, inner philosophy of why I like filmmaking to begin with. And I should expand more on filmmaking, not so much a business. I should be doing something else for business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like, I just saw the Tuyan podcast just helping me be a better person for the people. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. It's a being yeah. a voice and, and, and sharing and, and having ideas. I, I tell people I love doing this because the fact that I, I get to have people like you sitting here and I can kindly ask you to, you know, shut your phone off, you know, put that fucker on silence mm-hmm. and have a conversation. It, it, it's, it's, it's an experience that you, you just don't have in today's society. Absolutely. I just told you, Alex, that made the, the music. He, he's a great friend of mine. But funny story is, is that for 20 fucking years, we've known each other. We meet up every three to six months. Yo, what's up? What's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, nothing much. Hey, how's mom? My mom's good. So, hi, 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 hi. Okay, cool, cool. Hey, bro, we should do something. Yeah, we should do something. Why don't we fucking next time we meet, we'll do something. Okay, let's do something. Yeah. Three, six months later, same conversation. And we've been doing this for 20 fucking years. One day he came over and he's like, hey, bro, what, pod, what podcast equipment do you have? And I go, wow, I have the headphones. I have this, that, 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 that. And he goes, look, I'm thinking about doing something, you know, but I don't want the headphones. And I was like, dude, it's, it's, it's a game changer. It's important. It really is. And he's like, nah, I don't know. You know, I go, bro, look, you, you want to record an episode? He goes, all right. We recorded a two and a half hour episode. We had one of the most deepest conversations we've ever had in 20 fucking years, you know, just because of the, the, the setup. And, and this focus. And the thing is, is that we live in such a fast-paced life that people don't appreciate these moments. Or to do this outside of a podcast almost seems impossible, if not impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, that, that, that makes all the fucking sense. It truly does. It, it, um, there's, I feel like whenever you see a problem in society, the environment, whatever it is, these are signs that people are screaming for help, in a sense. Right? Yeah. And... We don't tell people what to do, essentially, because that's, that's the wrong form of thing, right? There's a reason why a lot of people hate religion. Right. People back away from it. It's because it's just brought up in this uh, form of good, 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 bad, bad, bad. It's never like, there's no storytelling involved. It's all judgmental. It's all judgmental. It's right. just like, look at that guy. It's, it's comparison. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. And, uh, you know, look up any religion in the world and it tells you, don't judge. <laughs> Right, but yeah. judge. Yeah, but judge though. Judge. Yeah, <laughs> judge this, judge that. Don't do that. Don't do this, or yeah. otherwise you will be judged. Mm-hmm. But you should judge others. Yeah, because taxes. Judge. Yeah, because taxes. Yeah. You know, just crazy. Yeah, the <laughs> thing I wrestle with right now is that we push a lot of for- short form content, but we want to transition people into the long form content. Like, if we have a two and a half hour episode, we want people to listen to that. Um, I just think it's so tough within the society where it's all just clickbait, short form two-second attention spans. Um, so that's the thing I think we both wrestle with. Even with, like, my own personal life, I have a phone addiction. I have a serious phone addiction. Yeah. So. But I'm doing it in order to move the needle in other areas. So that's something that's always... Yeah, one, one thing that, that, that I started seeing about that phone addiction that I was falling into is... Uh, I, fuck, I, I, I want to say it was Andrew Tate. You know, I think he said it, but, he, you know, he, he was saying something along the lines, or somebody was saying something along, along, along the lines is... You have two people using the phone. You have content creators and you have people just consuming, you know, content. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't be a consumer, be a creator. And that's where I was like, oh, I get that. 
fucking yeah, nuts. So that, that helped me a lot where I, I'm kind of like off it. Like if I'm on it, I'm posting. The other thing is, is uh, that's been helping me out, uh, especially for fitness wise, is the only place I watch TikTok is on a, tr- on a Stairmaster. Really? Oh, dude, I'll knock out 30 minutes. I've knocked out 60 minutes just because I'm watching. Like, oh, oh, what? That's fucking Damn. crazy. And the thing turns off and I'm like, oh, shit. Because, bro, come on. How many Man. times do you sit on TikTok at night and fucking like you're like an hour and yeah. a half, two hours? I had somebody on the podcast, Bagger Society, uh, um, uh, Irving, and he says, bro, I was one time on TikTok so long that I got a notification from TikTok saying you should probably take a break. And I was like, I've never heard of anybody say that. That's a real thing. I was like, how long were you on? He's like, dude, long. I go like, how long? He was like five, six hours. And I got a notification and this guy works full time and he has a YouTube channel, but he was stuck like that. I was like, I'm oh, just in pure shock. Bro, that, yeah, that's insane. But it's easy to fall into. That's the thing. It's easy. So that's what I'm saying. If, if you get onto like a, a bicycle, you know, an exercise machine or a elliptical or, you know, whatever, a fucking, my, my favorite thing is the fucking Stairmaster. Yeah. Dude, time flies. Yeah. Time flies. And you're just cover the clock. I promise you, you'll do 20, 30 minutes. No problem. I'm going to try that. I really and, hate the Stairmaster. And then, oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's fucking, it's, 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 it's one of the hardest ones. Yeah, so keeping your brain in check is just one of the toughest things for that. So you just hop off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but podcasting is just so fucking thing. But but what do you guys think about how competitive is it, it, it is? Do you think it's ridiculously competitive? Or you know what? There's so many people in the world anyways that it doesn't even matter. I'll tell you this. I've, I've thought about it a lot. And I'm... And you go through like imposter syndrome a lot because you're like, mm, it's too saturated. And then you're like, no, but not enough people listen yet. I know that's, I know the community's small still, you know, uh, seeing how many podcasts just haven't posted episodes in a while that I used to follow just up and quit. And I'm like, okay, doesn't seem like it's gr- growing. It might just, you might have new startups, but I don't see it growing. And now it's becoming this thing where it's just, there's a lot of potential, and I think podcasting goes beyond the topics. I think it goes past that, and, and it's more about the environment, the voices, the, um, the type of guests you have on, the aura or the vibe. You know, It's all about that. It's, it's hearing the room. How do you set up your audio? Uh, things like that. So I don't know if you know this, but we set up our mixer so that you can really hear the room. And how did I do that? The way I shift Zade, I'm going to have his vocals kind of come in from where he's realistically sitting in the camera frame. That mm. makes sense. Right. So, and then I'll compress his voice to his voice, and I'll compress my voice to my voice. I'm not going to use the same settings for everybody. Mm. So, it's just like little details. And then people throw in comments like, I really want to respond to you guys in the episode, you know? Ah. And I'm like, well, I kind of wanted that, you know? I want you to feel like you're sitting there yeah. and really joining us. And that's, I think that's the whole point of a podcast. Because uh, if you're chasing success, you most likely do not have time to be hanging out with um, loved ones. Or for that matter, just people that you care about or like to hang out with. Uh, so you seek other ways of fitting in kind of like that same nurture with the limited time you have. So you listen to podcasts. 
And if you find the right podcast, you will find the right people. Right. Yeah. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? I've right. never I've never approached it from the standpoint of like competing with others. It's always been competing with ourselves. Yeah. I come from a No, that that that's that's a great I, I respect that. That's yeah. awesome. And and I'm sorry for cutting you off. But my, my question was more towards like like how do you see this market? You know, like like from when you guys started to when you're doing it now, uh, continuing, how, how do you see it? You know, because some people are saying it's fucking saturated. Some I'll people are saying exactly what you're saying, where yeah. it's like there, there's, there's a, what do you call it, elephant graveyards full of fucking podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times that I'm thinking, like, what the fuck am I doing? This makes yeah. no fucking sense, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you hear stuff like, well, China's trying to get into podcasts. And you're like, oh. Sounds very racist. Oh, 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 like oh. Why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> I really I don't think the majority of big investors are into podcasting as of yet. So I think there's still a lot of opportunity. Um, we're starting to see a lot of progress within that area. But this is the bet that we made with each other. It's like we're going to keep going until um, that point. It really hits like a, a full inflection point. Yeah. Um, so it's just, on our end, yeah. it's just the consistency. We want to make sure that we create something and become good enough at it to the point where we can take advantage of any opportunity that's available. Right. right. E- easily, I think um, some of my best work or the work that's been recognized has been things that I've done just for myself. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So, like, you can always take that kind of system and just apply it ever- everywhere else. So as long as you like podcasting and you do it to do it, it's just, it's awesome. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I'm sure everyone here on the table has other sources of income. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to be just primarily focused on podcasts, but podcasts help us with, like I said, our our daily balance Yeah, in a way. You're letting things it, it keep, out. It keeps us grounded. You're talking about ideas, you know, and that's what, like, all, like that's what men are about, you know? We, we're, we're focused on physical. I understand that because it's, like, the, the first appearance. But, like, what's beyond that? It's the mind. If we're not practicing the mind and, like, one of the ways to do that is to just have a balanced mind by discussing ideas. And if we don't do that, we're, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's an excellent point. I, I wonder what would be the, the, the percentage of, of, cause you're right. We're very physical. We're mm-hmm. very like pick up rock, smash dinosaur. We didn't exist during the dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm kidding. But equal like, you rights, know, equal fight. yeah, yeah. Fucking like, you know, <laughs> let's box fight, you know, whatever survival. I get you. But, but we are now at a place where it's like, you do need that mental, feed, uh, education, audible book, podcast, stimulation. Like we fucking need that. I want to, I want to know how much more it is now compared to like men back in the days, like in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Yeah. Cause which did. is weird too, because back then they didn't fucking talk about anything. It was like, hold yeah. it, hold your feelings. You fucking pussy. You know, mm-hmm. now it's like talk now. It's like, if you, I don't know, it's too extreme, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's different. I mean, uh, I also believe in like, you know, being up to date with the times, being a man back then is not really the same as today. I mean, we're not really fighting a war per se by force right now. So right, we're chilling. <laughs> well, we kind of. Well, it's a different ty- what type. We're of supposed war, to fight a war right now, but we're kind of not because we're told to like stand <laughs> down as we're, we're getting fucking ran over. Like, yeah, like um, Andrew Tate just got banned, and I started watching more of his videos, and I was like, dude, this guy makes a lot of fucking sense. Dude. And then I was watching this other chick, and she was like. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like men made the world. And now that men made the world, we're kind of like shitting on it. 
and we're regulating men and we're telling men to stop being men and men can't do this. And if you're too masculine, you know, we look upon, we look down upon it. You know, th- that was one thing. Andrew Tate made the point of it's kind of fucked up because they want us to like stand down, stand down, stand down. But if I act out, who do they call? They're going to call cops. And when the cops come, who do they want? They want a fucking alpha male to control the fucking situation. Yep. Yep. So they're using us to build everything, but then they don't want us to be ourselves and hold our fucking emotions. And his shit's making more sense now that he's been, he's been banned than ever than before. And I don't know where you guys stand on this, you know? Maybe you guys are like, fuck you. Yeah. But Here's how I see it. All right. We can, like men and women, we can both build strategies. But at the end of the day, if the man's going to have to execute, then I'm going to go with my strategy anyway. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Right? You just tuck it. Yeah. Tuck it away. Dude, my, it was my, good. My was mom just, My mom said this one time. She was like, um, she's like, women are acting, women are acting strange. You know, she has a big Cuban accent. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, women can't, they can't do the same thing as a man. Example, a woman says, I can drive a truck cross country. And my mom was like, no, she cannot. She can drive the truck cross country, but when she gets a flat tire, who the fuck's going to change that tire? She's not going to jack up the fucking truck and take off the fucking 18 bolts and pull the tire off. But no, you know, so that's what we're talking about. There is a fucking difference. Mm -hmm. And the more and more we talk about it, the the less we're supposed to talk. I don't know, bro. It doesn't make sense. The thing is, it's like you have sisters. I have sisters. So it's like, I, it's, I'm not speaking out of my ass. It's just more of like the things I have come to realize from that, right? It, nothing new here. Um, but we all know ourselves. If you get hit with the harsh truth, you're going to most likely defend yourself. That's where it comes from. It's yeah. just, but I get it. It's kind of like, yeah, you could do the action, but like, can you survive the action? Yeah, yeah this has always been my mentality. It's just crazy. like, you know, listen, men are good at certain things. Women are good at certain things. <laughs> There's a reason why these quote-unquote gender roles have existed for millennia, ever since humanity started, right? So as long as we stick within those guidelines, sure, some people will deviate, but those are the exceptions, and the exceptions don't prove the rule. Um, I I think it's mostly about viewing both of the genders as just complementary. Right. Because if we constantly butt heads and have this war with each other, nothing's going to get fucking accomplished. Right. What do you think is the true issue? Like the real thing that's causing this, um, not the, we can call it a war on men and women or more on men, whatever you want to call it. And it's, what do you, what do you truly think is causing that? And I feel like it's just, it's more, um, younger people that are generating this kind of rowdiness because truly people that are chasing success or, you know, trying to stay busy, they truly don't have time to even do that i'm just trying to pursue someone trying to pursue something because i am a pursuant i'm not gonna sit here and just social media my life and then talk about men don't do this women don't do that Uh, it's like it's kind of like well those are trolls nobody cares about the trolls yeah fuck them but i feel like it's just it's just also media attention is on such a younger crowd that it feels like they are just the older generation but they're not yeah you get me there's just no lens on the older people right now. The only thing you'll like if you flip the opposite of that, you'll just hear Elon all day. Yeah. Elon didn't do this. Elon pulled out. Elon, Elon, Elon. Yeah, there, 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 there's. I think there's. I think there's some government aspect of it. Like, like I, I've said this many times, but the government's always trying to divide us. 
All right, you know, uh, Christian Jew, uh, 90210 versus 91604, 818 versus 213, blue versus red, Democrat versus Republican, uh, fucking L.A. County versus L.A. City. Like, it's, it, they, they try to divide us so much. Uh, in America, as soon as you turn 18, move the fuck out of your house. Why? Like, what the fuck? Like, what? It's not better to support your family and do that? Yeah. No, move that. We have this thing. Uh, the public school system, you know, you put a child in public school, you have no say on how you raise your kid now. This kid's being raised that if your mom speaks back to you, your dad speaks back to you, call the cops. They'll pull them out. Yep. Uh, you know, wives are told and or women are told if your husband touches you, you know, fucking leave his ass. Don't, you know, don't try to work it out or no, no, just leave his ass. Call the cops. We'll take him away. We'll put you on Section 8. We'll give you food stamps. We'll support you. So there is a, a master plan of dividing us because if they divide us, they can't, con you know, they, there's no threat. They can control us a lot easier. You know, where if, imagine, imagine if we were all brothers, mm -hmm. you know, all, I'm talking about all of L.A., you know, and somebody fucked with my neighborhood and what? Who's fucked with your neighborhood? And all the neighbors gathered together like, hey, fuck you. You can't fuck. This is our yeah, neighborhood. This is a strong it, force. That's a strong force. Yeah. But. If you look at everything, we're so fucking divided. And I'm talking about like, dude, look what happened. I'll tell you something hilarious right now. You guys just walked in. I was like, fuck, they're wearing black shirts. I'm wearing a fucking green tie-dye shirt. Let me change my shirt. <laughs> you know, because I was like, brothers, you know. Yeah. So, but like, yeah. you know, how yeah. stupid is that? But that's, that's, that's being a dude. That's like right. at your natural core. You're just right. being a dude like that. You be excited like that. And it's, uh, it's missing. We're, we're just like, no, you got to be fucking this and that but but then it's fucked up because we're being attacked because the other the other half that i think to the question is i, I don't want to sound like a fucking i don't want to sound like a nagger or a fucking like oh, you know it's not fair but it's just so fucking weird that if i work out and and i'm feeling good and strong and i'm like yo i'm feeling good and strong it's funny because i i get the vibes maybe i'm reading it wrong but i get vibes where like you know women are like look at this fucking yeah. This oh, there's fucking definitely that. There's that. But if I was wearing a fucking pink glitter shirt and was like, hey, I fucking finished working out, you know. I'd, yeah. Woo. Rooted. Yeah. Let's get ice cream. High, high five, you know. <laughs> Equality. Same so thing. If I, if I get like a big monster truck and fucking off-road tires and fucking, you know, uh, a crazy suspension and put rifles on it, you know, stickers on it, people are going to be like, this oh, motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, fucking Trump. But if it was hot purple or <laughs> whatever, <laughs> and I honked the horn, it was like, beep, 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 whatever the case is, yeah. they would support that. And it's weird because, dude, I, 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 it's fucking strange times. It is. It is. Yesterday, I'm going to say one more thing. Maybe yeah, I shouldn't sure. even say this, but I was at Trader Joe's yesterday, and it was all women in there, right? And usually there was like a time where I'd be like, oh, I'm fucking Trader Joe's with all the, the, the hot Trader Joe's yeah, fucking yeah. The store. I love this place. But like it, it was that that like look at that fucking man. Like I felt so much. I felt like I was hated in there. That's yeah, so it was so fucking weird. But I felt I was like I never wanted to get out of somewhere, and and I didn't even want to look at anybody. I was like I gotta I gotta get the fuck out. I don't even feel comfortable here. This is like that's just generally how I feel feel at any grocery store. I just want to get in get get in and get out. Yeah, but like I've never felt that. The, yesterday I, was really yeah. hardcore. Yeah. And, and energy is a thing. I believe that 100%. So if you feel it, it most likely was true. Yeah. Now, there is that other percentage where it's just like, maybe I'm just overthinking it. Yeah. You get me? And it. And there's that too. Know? There's that know. too. But like the fact that I sense it sometimes, it's kind of creepy. Like it's just, 
and it's a little uh, overboard, a little too much. Um, I, I I think it's a little overboard, but like I, like I I had that feeling yesterday where I was like I don't I'm not even gonna look at nobody because this is like one of those fucking places like you fucking pig yeah you know like what the fuck like you I'm dropped just being f- a man shopping yeah what what exactly I'm just being a man shopping but like I was like I'm I'm dude literally I was like do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. like I swear it, it it felt so bad that I was like if if there was. Like, if there was a major flood that randomly happened in Studio City, I wouldn't mm-hmm. help anybody. <laughs> like, yeah, I, feel like I wouldn't help. I'd, yeah. I'd look for brothers. Like, yo, bro, you need help? Hey, come here. Give me a Women, help. I, no, sorry, miss. I ain't touching you. Like, Dude. I'm not fucking. You're going to sue me. You're yeah. going to fucking sue me. I've said this before, but I swear to God, after COVID, even my neighbors changed. Like, it was, a, I was telling Zaid this, like, I don't know, a couple episodes before, but um, essentially... I would walk out of my house, and if I saw my neighbor and you said hi, they'd just run back inside like, oh, my God, what am I, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. Freak out. Yeah. And it's like, what? I Like, I remember working retail some part of my life, and I was, I will always remember this forever, but I was the collector of customer award letters because people would go out of their way and be like, this guy's sick. He wow. helped me out. He did that. I'm just like, bro, this is just a shitty job. Like, I, yeah. you know, and that made me realize that I'm a people's person, you know, like I will go out of my way if it essentially eases your life in some sort of way. Yeah. You know what I mean, because I will, I will take big ideas and make them small. I'll just, I'll make it easy for you. I feel like that's my superpower in a sense. That's an awesome superpower. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but going back to like the, the larger scheme of things, I think people have lost three things. Number one, curiosity. So they're not willing to learn about certain subjects or other things. Number two is context. They're not willing to look at the full picture, take a 30,000 foot view of like an actual subject. And then three is nuance. They don't understand that, listen, this is not a black and white world. It's all gray. And you have to to combine those three elements to then come out with a, a wise answer, so to speak. And people have lost that, which like is that. really frustrating to me. Yeah, yeah, that that, that, that kind of makes me think about like um, of why it's happening, and and what comes to mind is like we're in a system where you have to choose a team. Yep. And and that's the problem. You have to choose a team. It's not, you know, it's 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 you have guns, Trump. You know, you don't like guns, non-Trump. You see, you see the mailboxes, mm-hmm. fuckers. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this is going off because this is on silent. Um, you know, but that that's the problem is that people don't do their own research and people just think they have to fucking pick teams. And, it, and it's 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 absurd. Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to, you know, it'd be awesome to figure out the solution to that, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's possible. You hear I think this is the solution to that. Just podcasting in general. Yeah. Just talking well, about it. Here, the, okay. Um, in Islam, when Islam was first inter- introduced, here's the crazy thing. The first word to ever come down on earth was Iqra, which means read. Didn't specify what, right? People it was just reading. Religious people like to do things like take everything literally and just be like, yeah, it means read the Quran. No. It literally means read. So what does read mean, essentially? Expand your knowledge. Yeah. So it all starts from there. Um, if you know me well enough, you know I like to get to the root of everything. So it's like, how is whiskey truly made? How is... How do we how do we get to an aluminum sheet? 
Right. To some people, the aluminum sheet is the root. No, no, I want before that. Yeah. You get me? So it's like, it's, it's a good form of practice to think that way, I think, because it will always keep you curious in some sort of way. Yeah. And if you're curious, you're going to ask a lot of questions. Those questions will lead you to the right people, to the right books. To and before you know it, just playing that game, you're already more knowledgeable and like seven chapters ahead in the rest of the world. Of course. Which is insane. So yeah. that's the real practice, bro. Y'all can just like flex Lamborghinis all day. It doesn't do me any good if you can't communicate. Right. It's just, you're just this image. Great. Uh, I had, I had a, my old general manager. I used to work for a TV station, Univision, selling commercials and stuff like that. And uh, my GM, he came in. Very smart. Great episode. Highly recommendable. Uh, entrepreneur, businessman, fucking university, Hell degrees, yeah. broadcast. And then all in Spanish network and doesn't even speak Spanish. You know, fucking wow. guy's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um, but he had this communication story that I love, which was uh, there's a guy in front of his house and he's moving, he's trying to move a very large refrigerator. So he's like kind of pushing and leaning and, and, and no luck, you know? Yeah. And this random dude's walking and he's seeing him struggle. He's like, hey, bro, can I help you move the refrigerator? He goes, I'd greatly appreciate it. So one guy gets on one side, the other guy gets on the other side. They do a three to one count, three to one, they lift up. Push, 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 push. They can't budget, drop it, okay? They do a three, two, one count, and they do this two, three times. They can't fucking budget. And the guy on the street says, dude, there's no way we're getting this into your house. And the other guy's like, into my house? I'm trying to get it out of my house. So they were pushing against each other, right? Wow. Communication. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's his communication. Yeah. Communication, it's yeah. that simple. You're both able. That's, that's, a, that's a really good example. I like that. Dude, especially in intimate relationships, that's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Like, when you start, when you live with somebody or you share your most intimate experiences with you have to talk about a lot of things even when it's uncomfortable especially yeah. when it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i just think that's you know and that's what it is and the, what does that shift into uncomfortable but is, is it translates yeah. but that 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 one's a little different because uh let me just pull this up well do you think that everyone would have their own philosophy on that have you guys read this Oh, it's one of my favorite books, man. Zade has. Yeah. I recommend that book to every guy. Oh, 100%. The Way the Superior Man. Uh, like, that fucking book is, like, it's it's interesting. Because there's, there's things of, like, if your wife asks you for something, understand she doesn't want you to do that thing. And as a superior man, you should know she doesn't want you to do that thing. And by doing that thing, you think you're doing the nice thing, but that's being weak. She's just going to be disappointed that you did that. So the, the point of the book is like there is a code, you know, like if, if you're it, it, it. I just finished a chapter right now and it literally said if you're frustrated with your significant other and you're like, Bitch, how come you don't just fucking tell me what you want? Why don't you just say that? And why are you saying other things instead of that? It's all you're a weak man. Yeah. If you can't divide that difference, you know you're you're a weak man mm-hmm. in the sense of we we have to become yeah. superior and understand this mind game. And it's a test, and they, and they they do it you know unconsciously. They're just like, oh, yeah, you know, go out with your friends. You know, if you don't go out with your friends, if you go out with your friends, there's going to be a little bit more respect. She's going to be pissed, but there's going to be a little bit more respect. But at the same time, she's saying, don't go out with your friends. But then if you don't do it, 
because she said go with your friends and she you know she meant not to do it you didn't resist you're, you're, you didn't so resist you're, you you obeyed it's what you they call obeyed. a shit test boom yeah, only obeyed a god damn right motherfuckers <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah I think the whole reason behind it is I, I think the, the woman in that scenario is just testing the man is to see how strong he is to right. see whether he has boundaries whether he has a good character um and, and like you said, it's implicit. Like it's it's always subconscious, and it's that's a that's a big one men need to understand because a lot of guys do not understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, and, and, and like, dude, I'm looking into it, and I've I've been in a long you know long term relationship, and I'm like, oh, fucking felt that one, felt that <laughs> fuck one. Like, haven't we all? It, it, it's it, it's a great book. It's a great book. Going back to your guys' podcast, uh, I'm a solo show, as you can see. Uh, how is it? You guys started with three. How is it working with two? Uh, does it accommodate? And how do you do this being in Corona and in Long Beach? Because uh, that's that's a good, what, 45-minute drive? It's yeah. just a drive. It's like about an hour. Yeah. And then your studio's in Corona, so you got to get your guests to Corona? Uh, so at the moment, we're actually transitioning. So we did have a studio in Fullerton. In Fullerton, yeah. So that commute for him was solid. It was like 20 minutes back uh, for me and him. Um, but ever since then, our actually our... Nobody knows this, but our building owner was giving us issues. Uh, the building was collapsing, essentially. Such a shitty building. Really too. old building. Uh, did the job for a while, so we kind of just held off on the guests. Uh, we're going to be moving in quite soon, within the next two months, to a new place. But right now, we're at uh, my parents' old master bedroom upstairs that I converted. I, I don't think you could say master bedroom anymore. Whoosh! <laughs> Damn, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, how man. dare you, bro? What so the, f- I'm kidding. You can say whatever I'm the fuck so, you want, but so yeah, dude, it's the right boundless podcast. Yeah, God, bro. yeah, God be boundless. Man. No. Anyway. Yeah, but a buddy of mine that does all the real estate around here, mm-hmm. he's like, you, we can't use that as a terminology for fucking uh, post or real estate or listings. Really? Yeah. Unbelievable. But I know there's other terms in real estate where you're allowed to say that. Okay. That, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you know this. If a neighborhood is dominantly black, there's a code word for that house in real estate. Like if it's really? being sold. Yeah. I, I forgot I, what it was. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you're saying. Like yellow flat. Like um, it had like a weird zoning thing. Yeah. Where, where they, they, it wasn't just black. It was like, uh, you know, Hispanics yeah. or but a, each, any any yeah. considered minority group. Exactly. In no, that neighborhood. But there was one. I specifically remember in the law book. But I, I was, I, yeah, I, I took th- a picture I think that of this because I was, school. oh, yeah. No, it, it's, it, it is an old school thing, but it's still being used till this day for some reason, at least in the book. Yeah. So that kind of surprised me. Uh, something I didn't know. I'm sure there's so much stupid things, yeah. but the, yeah. big, you see, the thing is, is the, uh, the, the, the trolls pick on the easy stuff, you know? So the, a term from a book on real estate from, you know, the nice 70s or 60s or 50s, they're mm. like, they don't get into that. But when, like, they're looking at their house and, I want to get a new apartment. This is the master bedroom. <gasps> oh, God I'm suing you and blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, it's so fucking yeah. stupid, dude. Immediately. It's so Ew. stupid. But I'm sorry. Yeah. So the ma- so you guys were uh, your parents' master bedroom. Yeah, so they, uh, they gladly let us use it uh, in the meantime. So I converted the whole thing. That's and awesome. pretty much nobody can tell. You know? Nobody can. If my fans are here, nobody can tell, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, um... So uh, f- from there, yeah. But in terms of making it work, I mean, I just I just make the drive. I have no problem with no. It. So the but so, so the the drive you just make it no problem. Guest usually you you guys figure it out. 
how is it working? You know, together. But, yeah, together. Do yeah. You, do you guys see yourself pushing each other a lot? So yeah, since I am more of the creative person, um, I kind of shift things around a lot, and I'll get like his opinion for some things. You know, because I I like to run it by him too, because he still is my partner, obviously. He gives me full control, pretty much, for creativity. Yeah, because that's what you do. You're good at it. Yeah, he's like, I trust it. I don't care. He just looks at it as a whole. Yeah. Um, for him, um, I would kind of just be like, yo, what do you think of this draft I'm writing up? And he'd be like, let me look at it. Boom. Switches it up for you. And now it's like social media fitting or whatever it is. So he's, Zade's helping me a lot with writing. He's helping me a lot with uh, social media. He's helped me a lot with like kind of like scheduling. So you guys accommodate each other. Yeah, we do. So he's doing more of the marketing and it's actually the perfect plug because we're just like this. I feel like I'm one whole person when if Zade is there or not, I'm one whole person. And it's just like when Zade is there, it's just more like he's the power bank and now we're just unstoppable. (laughs) Like I'll give you an example. He, we will record an episode and we always post clips, especially right after the episode. So he'll pump out the editing. He'll put them on a drive and then once those are uploaded to the drive, I will take them and distribute them to every platform. Yeah, so you should see it. Immediately. It's, it's pretty sick. Like, I literally just finish. AirPods. Done. Move shit around. And that's our system. <laughs> yeah. It works. To go. Four clips right there. Yeah. Ooh. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've spent my whole life actually just, like, perfecting editing to the point where it's just like, dude, you can burst out so much in a day, and people won't even complain about the quality or the edit or anything. People will say phenomenal edit, if anything. That was hilarious. Took me three minutes. That's to some amazing. people, it'll just be like, but I mean, mine is the rendering time, obviously, but like, right, the rendering times yeah, what always gets you. You get me, like, you're quick on your fingers. You're like more in tune with the timeline. You know, it's just you know everything about the suite. It's just it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like me and Zade are doing a good job in terms of like how fast we can get things out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're almost to episode 100. What do you think your biggest struggle is with your your own setup here, if you have one? Um. It's definitely a lot easier than, than when I started. Because when I started, I, I had somebody helping me out, and, and they were doing all the design. So if you look at the first few posts, they're fucking super clean and sick and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Then it got really sloppy, and that was me trying to figure it out. And now I, I, I feel confident of my system. Yeah. Um, same thing, my edits. I used to hate it. I think I was calculating roughly, like, it was taking me, like, nine hours an episode. To get a hold of a person, bring them in, clear all the SD cards, do the backgrounds, do the lighting, mm-hmm. host it, talk about it, yeah, fucking pull out the SD cards, fucking you know, downloading everything, editing it. It's a lot of transfer, rendering, <laughs> transporting From it, to finish product, social media, post, marketing, tags, description. But like it, it's, I'm doing what you both are doing. Yeah. But you know, all in one. Yeah. So it, it started getting daunting. But now I'm like, oh, dude, this is like, I, I, I feel, yeah. I feel confident in my system. You fit so, it. You fit it into your life. Yeah. So the thing that I would like to do is I do want to build like a team, and uh, I want to start putting people to do certain things, and I want to focus more on the the sales and marketing and, and yeah. you know do a uh, what do you call it. Um, a media book, a media, uh, media outlet agency. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Media list. No, it, it's what you send to clients. It's like a proposal of oh, like uh, what, how many listeners, a media kit. Yeah, there we go. A media <laughs> kit. Like how many listeners, how many downloads, how many videos, guests that you've had on the podcast, 
you know, for X amount, there's these shout outs for X amount, multiple shout outs for X amount, social media shout outs, website, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I do want to work on the media kit that that's the number one. And number two is I do want to get, I think if I get one person, I'll multiply what the podcast is doing times five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Usually if I, it goes. Yeah. And if I get two people, then I'll multiply it for at least like 10, 15, like do, 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 cause then they'll know people, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but, um, Honestly, in many ways, I've been pretty lucky. Like, a lot of things just kind of been falling, you know. Uh, I love that. That's know. why I say, like, if you just do the good for the sake of you enjoying it, good will happen. And that's, yeah. it's only good. You know it's I mean? only like, good. I've seen, like, your list of guests, and it, they're all incredible. There wasn't one where I was like, nah, nah. Yeah. You know, like, even the cooking one with uh, Amira. Yeah. I, I listened to, like, 30 minutes of that. And I was, yeah, she's fucking cool, man. It was sick. Like, all interesting cats. That's yeah, so every person was interesting in their own way, and it's you're riding boundless, bro. Which, me? which is another thing. Which uh, actually, I'll, I'll do this on the on the podcast, you know. But just to pick you guys' brains, because yeah. you guys have so many more episodes than I do, and your experience. Sure. Um, so one of my dilemmas is, I love the ride boundless podcast because it's ride boundless. I love motorcycles, as you can see. That's you know my thing, but my conversations have started to get more intricate, you know, like before it's awesome. You guys just came on because usually I'd get people to tell me, Hey man, I don't ride a motorcycle. I'm like, well, it's not just motorcycles. It's so much more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I I think it's motorcycles. I go, it's not. So I, I, I've gotten, I've had two people, two kinds of people. I have had people that didn't want to be on this because they thought it was just motorcycles or about motorcycles and they didn't do any riding. Or I've had people that say, hey, I don't want to listen to it because I'm not into motorcycles and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So then I was like, I better change it. So my LLC is Live Boundless. Oh, sick. And I was like, hmm, maybe I could switch it to Live Boundless. And I did switch it to Live Boundless for like two, three episodes. But then I would get like silly things. I, maybe I took it too personal. But they're like, hey, bro, I, I love the Live Boundless podcast. I'm like, Live Boundless. <laughs> like Live Boundless. I'm like, it's the same fucking word, yeah. bro. But like, you know. You know, yeah. because it's, a, it's you know, <laughs> it's, it's a podcast. You don't want people to be confused with that. You know, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm changing it back to right bound this, you assholes. <laughs> it was you doing know, better. It was yeah. doing better. It sounded cooler, you know. <laughs> but now I'm back to like, do I go back to Live Boundless? Because Live Boundless is pretty much fucking anything. Anything. Let's go skydiving. Let's go, you know, ride bikes. Let's go yeah. fucking RVs, whatever the case is. It's and more of the idea behind it. It's just you want... I mean, just based off the title, I assume one of your top values is freedom, right? Yeah. So whatever gets you to that goal, yeah. and however you can express that with other people, that's I think that would that would explain a lot of it. But a lot of people, for some reason, just can't see that. They can't like read in between the lines or le- read in deeper than just the surface. Yeah. Which and, is it, frustrating. and it's funny because I I come to you telling you this 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 issue, right? But as you're explaining it, I'm like, fuck them. How about that? Like, fuck them. Because like, it's not an issue. Because, because the number one thing that prevents people from getting anything done is, is, is yourself. You know, we're, we're always like, oh, if I don't have the right mic and if I don't have the right lens and if I don't have the right equipment, I'm not going to do it. And we create these excuses for ourselves. And we do this so much that we're like, fuck, time's just continuously going, which we were talking before the podcast. Mm-hmm. And if we continue this, like... We're, it's, it's not like if we don't do it, we're going to stop time and time's going to wait for us. You know, if we don't do it, the time's going to pass and we're just going to have that regret. Yeah. 
And and when you're complicating it on what people think or don't think, that becomes a fucking problem. Yeah. So thank you for answering my question with somehow it works. Silly response. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those people is a point. Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but um Yeah. It there's there's something there's something resonating these days and like Andrew Tate did something and, and it, it, this goes past like who Andrew Tate is, but what Andrew, Andrew Tate did and the amount of clout he was able to get from this very short amount of time, listening to his words past like the whole like stuff, you know, yeah. like the actual, like him, you're, it's like you're sitting with an old school wise guy that has figured it out. He's seeing it and he's warning you. That's all it is. And like, I just wanted that to be heard on the air because he's uh, he's misinterpreted. I think 100%. by the majority, and it's so easy to do it with him. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> this goes beyond. Like, I feel like in our direct life, anyone that's listening to this is going to be thinking about their day right now. Probably, you know, they're going to be thinking about like this traffic that they're in or the walk that they're on right now. But like. If we expand and see the world for the world rather than just the United States of America, look at what the good people are doing. Look at what the bad people are doing. And you know who to follow, essentially. I mean, even health guidelines, my man, are insane. Like, the amount of things that we have approved here blows my mind. Like, I don't know how we're not just walking cancer sticks at this point. But, like, even down to the water... Bro, I don't know. I, I can complain so much about that. But like traveling, we all travel. I tell people to travel all the time because it unlocks you. You are jailbroken as a human if you do that. Uh, most of the problems we see, I'm just taking this out of today's podcast here. <laughs> most of the things we see today are nothing but lack of education. And experience. And experience. And I experience mean, and exploring and I, curiosity. And I think the, the highest form of education is experience. It's to yeah. see with your own, right? So that's why but, you but, get an but, engineer. But but I think that's that's the problem, which I was talking about earlier, that, that I, I didn't get too entailed with. But I, I think that's where all this stuff's coming from. It, it's government trying to control us. It's mm-hmm. government trying to limit us. Uh, so much so that I've said this on the podcast before, um, 70 plus percent of Americans never been to the beach. That's actually crazy. I know so one of them. I know one person. I was like, yo, you down to go to the beach? He's like, I've never been. And I'm like, dude. Of Americans have never been to the beach. That's insane. Check this one out. More than 60, I think it was 64 percent. I don't know exactly, but it was like 64 percent of people in East LA have never been to the beach. <sighs> I used to live in Santa Cruz. You guys know where Santa Cruz is? Central oh, yeah. Coast? Okay, 90 miles south of San Francisco. I knew multiple people that never been to San Francisco. It's an hour and a half ride. Never been to San Francisco. What do you think that is? It's control. It's, it's uh, here's credit card debt, and here's your car payment, and here's your fucking job, and show up, and, you know, yeah. uh, don't travel, don't go over your mileage because your insurance is going to go up, and it's this fear that they, they create around us to not know. You're in worry because you have things that, are, that you're, don't you're belong so to you. You're in worry. I, you are literally, your life that is handed to you by, you know, your car, your house, whatever, 
that you don't own yet. That's what you people don't understand. What's funny is me and Zade were talking about this on the ride here. But uh, I was telling him I admire my uncles so much because they live in a country where there is no credit utilization. You don't have a credit score. You don't have any of that stuff. Everything you do is cash. That's yeah. all they believe in. So what do they do? They work their ass off, make their whatever cash. amounts of money. And they can drive whatever the hell they want. So if they are driving that stuff, mm-hmm. that means more to me than my neighbor getting an M4. Right. You get me? Right. Because he worked his ass off. He paid that shit off. Like, the way they think and the the amount of pressure they put on themselves comes nowhere close to the average American, in my eyes. What's What's interesting is I was, uh, I've been to, you know, UAE, Qatar, Dubai, and uh, Abu Dhabi and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, so the same thing. In Qatar, they call the people that move to Qatar and start working there, they call them expats, if I remember correctly. So the expats that live there, if they get into any debt, that's it. They're they're they can't even leave the country. If you write a check, if you start using credit cards, if you get loans, store loans, or something like that, and you don't have and you're not paid off, and your mom has an emergency back home, and you want to fly out to visit her, you can't. You cannot. That's what we call slavery. Pretty yeah. yeah it's prison. Yeah. It's it's literally and, and and same thing. You know, a, a job is is slavery. I think uh, again, Andrew Tate said it. He goes, back then, the slaves had, you know, shelter and food. Now, you know, they have a little bit of freedom, but, uh, you know, we just give them enough money to buy shelter and food, you know, so you're still a fucking slave. And buy silence. Yeah. You know, and buy silence, and, and, and you're convinced you're doing it, which, which I'll add the other point of uh, there was an article that it was like the top 10 things that people regret on the, on the dying bed when they're laying in their dying bed their last year, you know, last few days. And, and number one was uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't fucking quit my job. I wish I would have quit my job sooner, you know, because people get stuck in there for so long. Yeah. Number two was uh, number two or number one. Yeah, it was number two or number one. And then the other one was I didn't say the person to the people in my life. I love them enough. You know, there was the, to my wife, to my kids, to my parents. I didn't tell them I love them. You know, those were the two biggest regrets that, that stood out from that fucking top ten. That's crazy. You know? Out of everything in your life. I wish I, I, I should have quit. I should have quit. That's tragic, man, because you <clears> just get like, you know, how people always talk about how 40 years just flew by. Yeah. That's how. You spend all of your time in a job that you don't like. You're frustrated. You come home frustrated. If you have kids, it's even more obligation. Um, and then to make matters even worse, you sit down on a couch every single night and just get this propaganda yeah. fed to your mind all day. It's like, okay, you can see how that happens very easily. Oh my God. So I, I'm talking to my mom and I go, mommy, like, why, why does time, like, why does it feel like it flies so much? She goes, it's very simple. I go, what? She goes, we sleep one third of our life. Wow. And I was like. Whoa. <laughs> uh, nobody thinks about Bro, it. Bro, yeah, dude, yeah. we sleep one third of our life, eight hours, right? You sleep, supposedly, let's just say it's an average eight hours. Yeah. That means in fucking 60 years, you slept for 20 fucking years? That's what the insane. fuck? That's, that's, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. No <laughs> thoughts <laughs> even come up. It just leaves a, a blank space. Bro. Like, and when she said it so casual, I was like, what? Like, it literally, like, <laughs> explosions everywhere. But insane. we sleep one third of our life. It's not to mention how much time you're driving. 
My other favorite one with Andrew Tate, just to, yeah, driving everything else. He goes, there is nothing that has wasted a man's time more than a woman arguing with men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there has not been more wasted time, man time than men arguing pointless arguments with, with women. And it's Straight almost up. never about the thing that they're arguing. Never. Never. Yeah. Half the never. time it's, what did I do? But if you start thinking about that, you know, you, dr- you sleep uh, one third of your life. Uh, driving, commuting, uh, doing things you don't want to do, waiting for things you don't want to wait for, the DMV, you know, something like that. Like, dude, time is just so quick. Here's the cool thing about cinematography. It slows down time. It captures time. Mm -hmm. So when you're setting up a shot, you're really paying attention to things that you know that most people are not looking at right now. And you're in a whole different world. Kind of like when you're on social media, you're not really in the first world anymore. Right here. This is another place. You enter it, and you're like, okay, how are we going to set up this frame? We need more depth. So you start messing around with the lights. You do this. You add that. You take that out. And then suddenly, you're like, I spent 30 minutes, and I didn't even press record. But now it looks perfect. What did you do? You felt the shit out of those 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) The vibe. I will say, like, in terms of his work with cinematography, the vibe and energy (laughs) he creates and infuses into his work is just something else. Oh, yeah. Like, this is something I, every reel that you create is a banger. Even though people might not see it on Instagram, even though it might not blow up, like, I can see how proper the work is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, reels are fucking crazy too, man. Because I, I could put, like my life into one reel and I'm like, this is the one. And that <laughs> thing views. does shit. Yep. Bro. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'll, I'll just do like my three year old <laughs> farted. <laughs> Done. Two seconds, yep. fucking 10,000, whatever. <laughs> like it, 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 the reels are weird, man. Kind of like that, uh, that Arabs walking out of that glass cubicle and then it shatters. Bro. So well, I just I randomly posted that. He randomly, uh, what was it on? Um, TikTok, I think. It was on TikTok, yeah. yeah. So we were thinking of a new clip to post on TikTok. We were thinking like, oh, you know, we'll create this specific subject and speak about it in depth. This guy I was finds like, shut a up here. <laughs> throws it onto TikTok, almost 200,000. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and this guy's like, bro, you broke it. And I'm like, ah, you want yeah. more memes? <laughs> I trust you for wow. all memes now. He's repeated this time and time again with his memes, especially yeah, on YouTube. They've been a shorts. banger every time. And I'm like, damn, I didn't know I was a memester, but... Well, you're a fucking memester, yeah. yeah. I guess that's it's fucking. Crazy. It's a, it's a thing, but that's a fucking thing. It is. I'm being like you mean. can you can you can make a business card and put memester, and people are like, oh yeah, pleasure to meet you, sir. Like it's, you know, it's literally oh. crazy. It's oh. how you carry it. It's, it's how you carry yeah. it. Yeah, it's like do you believe it yourself? If you don't believe it, you need some work to do. You know? Yeah, and then you go out there, but like, yeah, I, I was just always like, I always was ashamed of being funny. Yeah, in a sense. Ashamed of it, yeah. Because like you, you, you live, or with your friends or family, (sighs) kind of everything. But I'll explain it. It was more like your. My father always taught me like, you know, time and place, all that good stuff. So in my consideration, I took comedy off of like most places. (laughs) So I was just like, when do I have the time to tell jokes? And half the time I didn't want to tell jokes. I just my kind of style is just funny talk yeah and i couldn't do that in most places and i realized i was repressing myself i was literally compressing down on it just not being able to be that funny right so now i'm just like i'm this like pun machine with dad jokes and this and that and i love to see people's (laughs) reactions yeah i tell the stupidest jokes 
and people go, oh, God. and that would just make my day. And then they turn around and chuckle. <laughs> it was kind of fun. Maybe reach for their Glock. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gonna learn today. Yeah. yeah, but you get me. What what's uh what what's been uh, the funnest thing or or the the big learn? Well, what have you learned during this podcast journey? Like what has stood out? Oh, hundred percent. I know exactly my answer. You want me to say first? Go ahead. All right. It's the fact that you seem to leave a lot of people in your life down below because you reach a level of competence almost from talking to so many people that it feels like they won't catch up and you're kind of asking them to catch up, but they're not doing it because they're in a whole different path. And it's like the people I grew up with are just slowly, I want to say fading away, but a lot of them are gone in a sense. They're just doing their own thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, but that's just uh, a reality. I, yeah, I turned twenty eight last March, so it's kind of like, this is it. You know what? And luckily, I worked my ass off to have this path. So I should be chilling. If anything, um, I do like kind of like reminisce and see that. But I, I I appreciate the knowledge cluster that you get because it feels like firsthand experience, but also um, an intro into how to fit into people's shoes. So yeah. when you, the more you, mm. you know, talk to guests and stuff, you're like, I want to relate to you. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. Do this, that. And um, those are, it's the little things, really. Yeah. It's kind of just doing it in general, that's, I think. That's a great answer. Yeah. For me, anything that involves a podcast is just fun. I can, I can you just go through the shittiest thing for the podcast. It's fun. Yeah. You've been on many too. Yeah. And, you know, I've been on other podcasts before. I've, I do my own thing. Like he does, he does his own thing, but. The, the work that we do for the podcast is just so much fun. And yeah. that's all it comes down to. Like, we're doing it for its own sake. The journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The journey. And we know we can create something to the point where it provides for us and that we're set. Yeah. We've changed it so much, by the way. Yeah. We've changed it, like, over and over. Like, we hate this table. Take that out. We're going to change this, too. We're going to do that. We're going to change the colors. We're gonna yeah. And it's just like... He was like, are you sure you want to keep changing it? And I'm like, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. And that was like episode 90. And I'm still like, uh, whatever. 120, we changed again. We're Remember? still changing it. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I think those, I started to realize that those moments are the growth moments. Those are the moments that are like solidifying the solid and then getting rid of the shit. And then you kind of just sprinkle on until everything is full again. And I think we're getting closer to being like 100%. This is the 2 a.m. podcast. I, I, I don't. We're, I, we're getting there. I, I, I kind of, I mean this in a positive way. I, I kind of don't want you guys to be at 100%. And, and the reason for that is one of my favorite answers is Walt Disney. And Walt Disney, do you know his famous quote? Not sure. I think I'm, I know what you're about to say. But when he was building Disneyland and when they were almost finished, they said, when will you be finished? Finish. When will it be final? And his response was, as long as the human imagination exists, it will never be finished. I love that. Bro. Yeah. You know, so don't, that, don't so cap it. You want room. Don't cap it. Yeah. So, so I, I don't want you guys to be at 100%. I it's want you guys to be like, at 99%, 98%. But the, the thing is, it's to continue expanding and growing. And Yeah. It's kind of like if you get too comfortable, you're right. not going to go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like you said, you have so many ideas that you want to work on with the podcast. We've experimented with outdoor recording we've experimented with like eventually we want to get to a point where we're 
we are in the most beautiful places yeah. on the planet and we're outside. Yeah. Drones flying overhead, everything. Full studio recording. Like I'm working on that. And uh, yeah, those are, I want to introduce visuals into podcasts as well. So like, like Grand Theft Auto style. Drone following you around. You got oh. lav mics and you're just walking around. But I, I think the drones are too loud, no? No. Have you seen this? Uh, and even lavalier mics, if the, I think if it's small enough, quiet enough, distant enough, it won't pick up anything. That'll be enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be enough. And I'm down. Like, I, I feel like I just want to, like, experiment with these things. And the fact that I have these ideas, I'm like, I love that I'm taking it and, like, experimenting with it in podcasting, not really just, like, filmmaking or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, I like, let's let's hop on something new. You know yeah, because it informs everything else in your life. Yeah. It's going to help something somewhere. So why not? Exactly. Yeah, I, I've done. Um, I, I, I might uh, f- the first few episodes. I was traveling. I was going to people. You know, very soon. I'd, I'd put it fucking in that pelican right there, and I'd strap that pelican to my motorcycle. And on yeah, a motorcycle, yeah. I'd take all the fucking mics and it's cameras badass. and fucking just. Brrr, and it was fucking pretty badass. I enjoyed it. You know, fucking get out, set everything up, and yeah. fucking. It's how you want to do it. Whatever. It's the journey. It's what you yeah, were saying. Exactly. It's like the that. journey, and uh, the consequence of the journey is the experience and outgrowing people. You're just like, yeah, I don't know, bro. You I, know, I have a question for you. Now, uh, you know about flow state, do you not? No, we did an flow episode state. on flow state. So we did an episode on flow state, but um, flow state is the the in and out action. I guess, of extreme focus. It's when you focus on something extremely to the point where you almost go through like tunnel vision. This is the only important task right now and you flow through it. Everything goes seamlessly. One good example of it would be, uh, I think sports is a, like has really good examples. Like Zade, for example, what's a, what's a good flow state moment for you? It's basically when everything falls away. You, um, your ego basically is gone and it's only like it's in unter- uninterrupted focus on what you're actually doing so time falls away you know hours can be compressed into seconds seconds come, yeah you know it feels like hours. I, 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 i've experienced this but I, I just want i just want to understand what you mean by, by flow state it, it, what happened in flow state time disappears or you're being super productive or you're being super productive and time disappears like all the it above. could be it could be all of the above so because yeah. i've done drives I've done drives like I, I I used to you know I used to have this job where every weekend I'd be at a different spot, mm-hmm. and I'd drive five hours here, five hours there, five hours here, five hours there. But there'd be moments where I was like, like "It's amazing, done," and then I'd be like, "What the Whoa. fuck?" Yeah. And, and and the, the it, was, it was always weird because it's like I was not even conscious, and then it's like, hmm, "Cop, fuck, oh, better slow down." Like Do I, I wasn't even paying attention, but I saw the cop and I knew to slow down. And then I'm like, "Oh wow, two hours!" It's like you and time are separated, right? I that's swear to God. So, so that's it, what you mean? Yeah, it's like that. So yeah. that can apply to a lot of things, actually. That can apply to like if you're editing, if you're editing a lot, you're going to be sitting there for four hours. You can hit it to the point where even outside noise is not apparent anymore. Yeah, you're in your whole world, and all your focus is going through that. Now, there's a lot of people that try to teach you how to like go in and out of flow state very easily so you can be productive all the time. Right. Uh, there's many like methods to do it, but 
the reason why I was going to, I was going to ask you if you have, because, um, have you tried like pursuing, bringing that flow back like on purpose? Does that make sense? Like, you, like, let's just say you have a task to do tomorrow yeah, and you want hundred percent focus. You feel like your brain's not really leveled yet, whatever. Do you have the means or the knowledge or strength to get to that point? To be like, I uh, find that tune. Oh. Right now, I, I would say no. Right, right now, it's it's very it's very difficult to find that 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 thing. And then the reason for that is because it's 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 I carry too much responsibility. Yeah. You know, so for example, for me to flow to fall in this flow state, like in a podcast, I I have had many conversations where I've lost time. And, and gotten very detailed in conversations. And I'm like, fuck, that shit was intricate, right? Mm-hmm. But some of the things that prevent me from that is the paranoia that the SD card runs out or the camera powers off or this is not recording or that stops, you know, fucking, did you guys want more water? Or fucking, yeah. did somebody want a beer? Did I leave the fucking, you without know. Without breaking character. Right, yeah, yeah without <laughs> breaking character, you're just looking at that stuff that the screen fucking shut off. Like, there's so much going on that, you know, and then outside of that, it's it's, it's, I have a fucking three-year-old, three-and-a-half-year-old, yeah. and he's fucking hilarious and smart, and I got to keep his mind fucking fresh. So it's like I get into a flow with him, mm-hmm. but then it's like, what's he going to eat? Are you going to eat it? Does he like that? What did he have yesterday? Did I, I give him more pancakes? I better stop yeah. giving him fucking pancakes. Did he have the chocolate syrup or the fucking... Which <laughs> <laughs> really, that's a flow in and yeah, of itself. Well, so. Yeah, and, and that, that's a flow too, but like, you know... Um, yeah, I, I just, it's just too much. Yeah, it's just is. fucking too much that I'm worried. And and this is this is why I kind of want to expand. But then at the same time, I'm kind of fucking, um, I said this term the other day. I've, I've said this term since I was like 12 years old as a joke. And then fucking somebody brought it to my attention. They're like, that was offensive. People didn't appreciate <laughs> you saying that. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Anyways, it's it's uh sometimes I'm a fucking Nazi, you know. I was talking to somebody and somebody was like, I was like, does that being a fucking Nazi? And they're like, oh, No, that's a hundred percent. How dare you? How dare you? you I've know? heard that so many times. I dude, I've said it's like fucking It's an expression. It's an expression. Yeah. Stop yeah, being yeah. a fuck stop being a Nazi. I'm not calling you a Nazi. It's like when you tell your wife, like, stop being a bitch. And you're like, oh, I didn't yeah. call you a bitch. I'm just telling you to stop <laughs> yeah. being a or, or stop acting you, like yeah. a bitch. You know? Call you a cunt. <laughs> yeah. No, no, or when you call somebody retarded, like Yeah. To take offense to that, okay. But if but you're acting like retarded, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> might, yeah, you know, what is really a retarded person behind me gonna be offended? Like, hey, hey what really? did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> He's well, gonna people <laughs> suppress themselves. It goes back to what he was talking about. Yeah, everyone shoves that shit down because they're afraid of the mob or it's sensitivity, or bro. I've traveled. Look, listen, I've lived in Saudi Arabia for two years and Qatar for one year. I've learned a lot yeah. out of that just because. Saudi, c- Saudi Arabia was like the Las Vegas or something back in the 70s, right? 70s, well, 80s? Oh, hell no, 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 no. No, but, but then it was, uh, it wasn't Saudi Arabia, I'm sorry. It was, uh, what's... Probably um, Kuwait? No, not Dubai. Kuwait. Bahrain? Mm-mm. Oh, um, Iraq. Probably. Iraq. I Iraq? Think, I think Iraq. Yeah. I think Iraq yeah. was like, they were saying it was booming in the yeah. 70s and 80s. And then it was booming later, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> Which I'll, I'm going to yeah. do a quick joke on that. Do you know why there's no... Um, Kmart in Afghanistan. Damn it! I feel like I can figure this I out. Don't even but go ahead. Think about it. I <laughs> can figure it out. But go ahead. There's too many targets. <laughs> <laughs> Zinger. So bad. Oh, <laughs> so bad. Anyway, I'm sorry. So you 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 Qatar and Saudi Arabia yeah. and you uh, learned. 
Yeah, so when I when I actually came back here, I felt fresh in the United States. I'm like, well, what did I miss out on, guys? Right. <laughs> you know? And it's just... <laughs> came back, and I'm like, dude, y'all are pussies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, bro, like, I would... I remember, like, back home, this is what would happen. Someone would just mess with you. They're just... You know how there's, like, school bullies? Right. Over there, there's just societal bullies. Like, just going around throwing rocks at you. You know? Yeah. Whatever. One hits my head. I just, I'm like, what the hell was that? And I see some kid. He's like, ah, ha, ha, he's just laughing. Yeah. I look to my right. There's like a dumpster. There's one of those uh, broken chairs. So I guess one of the legs, the aluminum legs was coming off. So I just right. twisted it off. I ran up to him and I was like, I'm sure this is legal. I know I'm not in the United States right now. But and I literally it. just started wailing at him. Yeah. <laughs> I just got him on the ground. His brothers came out. They're like, want to fuck your ass up? Like all the stuff. The whole family came out. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I bring my family. So they're like 14 people. I bring 36. <laughs> Holy shit. And that those were like just regular moments in the Middle East. Yeah. So I come back. Well, here. those are regular moments. Those are regular moments in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just to clarify, which exactly. is even more wilder. But go ahead. It's exactly. Um, I wasn't alive like really back then. But like it's just like, right. Yeah, I can see it even in the movies, you know. There was movies have some sort of like real portrayal of whatever characters at the time, right? Yeah. So for when I came back here, people can't even take a joke. And you're like, what? Like back home, the only joke you weren't allowed to take was if someone spoke ill about your mother or direct family. And right. You beat the shit. Or out religion. Of yeah, or religion, pretty right. much. Anything else, we don't take things personal, right? Here? Dude, it's like we're fishing for, for offense. Right. Which means you should triple down on being... Hi, guys. Good know. morning. I'm here to be offended today. You know? No, but... It, looking it, for it. And it, it's... It gets, it's, it, it's, it's not the fact that if they get offended, like, like, that's one part of it. It's the fact that if that person gets offended, they can tell 10 other people, and those 10 other people understand their offense. Mm-hmm. We like you, so I'm offended too now. Yeah, like, what? We're just joining the train. Nazi? (gasps) Why would he say that? You're fucking from Canada. That's offensive. Have you read anything? (laughs) You know, but but, but it's it's funny. It's back to people choosing sides, you know? Like, what what did they say that was so offensive? They said my shoes were ugly. (gasps) But those are such beautiful shoes. Don't you know? like baby. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and he attacked it. And then all of a sudden that person gets three, four. And then the sister and the brother and the, and 10 people now are defending. Like the same thing. You're fighting for like, what? You hit me with the rock and I'm going to hit you with the chair. And now you guys are fighting. But now we're fighting because yeah. you said something that fucking hurt somebody's feelings. And or you physically did something. So like the standard is like, I literally, my head was literally bleeding. All right. It's not like someone slapped me. Right, <laughs> like that right. was such a higher standard bar of like what's actually happening, but like, um, you're right. I think my, my girl tells me all the time, like she'll be complaining about something. I'm like, okay, and like, wh- what did you do? Right, that's more important. Okay, great. Does that matter? Like, like there's nothing to really cry about. At the end of the day, that's just part of that environment. Once you exit that environment, do not take it personally with you home. Like, why are you packing it to go? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just how the, yeah, you're right. It all goes back to government. It's just how we are raised. We're raised to be very individualistic. I think 
especially the past decade, it's me, me, me. And what's so funny, my cousin pointed this out. Um, I met up with him in Turkey last year. And he was telling me, he's like, he's like, bro, y'all Americans have like some weird shit. And I'm like, you Americans? What are you, what are you talking about? I'm Palestinian, bro. But yeah, sure. I got an American citizen. Uh-huh. And he's like, listen, like anytime you guys want to like do something from the heart or, you know, just be generous or some sort, why does it have to be like, here, take my car. Why can't it just be a car? Why can't you just be like, here, yeah. you have a car? Oh, I have my car that you can borrow. Yeah, my mom says that shit. And he's like, listen to your words. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. This is deeper than surface level. Yeah. And, and it's me, me, me. <laughs> my mom says that. My mom says, fucking English is so ridiculous. Yeah. Because, you know, you go like, uh, and, I'll, and I'll try to do that with her, you know. She'll be like, so I was with my friend Stephanie. And then later on, we went to the storm. And then she fell. And I'm like, who fell? Stephanie, I told you. I go, well, you should say that, you know, you went to the store. And after the store, Stephanie and you were still together. And she fell. She's like, shut up. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you Don't saying? Like, why, why are we? <laughs> yeah. I already told you in the beginning of the fucking story that I was with her. Yeah. Like, you can't assume that? Well, what if somebody else came? It was the employee of the store, you know? But that's how Americans are. Like, we're so like, like, it's a report. Like, you got to report to the government yeah. or it's like a fucking, a statement, you know? And, and, and then, you know, fucking, I walked in at 333. Like, it, it's yeah. ridiculous. Let me count it's my exhausting. adjectives. So I, 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 get, I get what he's yeah. saying yeah. With, with that because I've heard he's, that many times. Yeah, and he's, it pisses him off specifically because he's just like that's so like i get that you guys work hard (laughs) one more one more yeah because it's the same thing like you go to this guy and you'll be like oh yes i'm walking with this dude and boom bam he fell to the floor and like you know and he was hurt and what what was the boom bam like what do you mean boom bam bro like you fucking like you know there's a door and boom ping bang you get the guy that wasn't listening he's like what happened what happened yeah five minute story yeah (laughs) yeah no but americans are like what what, what was boom and bow and how did it happen? Yeah, Where, like there, it's so. Oh my god, so is the dog okay? Right, <laughs> that's another thing they complain about. It's right. like you guys treat dogs better than. <laughs> I think a lot of this. Just I've said that all the time. Americans yeah. treat dogs. People treat dogs better than kids. Oh my god, I heard a joke the other day. Some guy caught up, got up on stage. It was by a comedian, and uh, he was just like, "This past summer has been very difficult. My father died, and uh, ever since then, yeah." I heard this. You know, he saw that, right? And he was just like, kept going on with his story. And at the very end, he's like, yeah. And then I had to bury my dog this weekend. And uh, everyone's like, oh. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I told you my, my dad, dad died. And it was just crickets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get it. It's a very outside perspective. But at, in the moment, I think dogs are cute, bro. <laughs> and I, I do think a lot of those symptoms manifest from just comfort. Yeah. We are just chronically comfortable. Too much time. You could spend a month, even longer, yeah. inside your house and not leave a single moment. Like, you could get food delivered. You could do your work. You could work remote, so forth. And I think that's a big problem because in, in these yeah. other countries, so-called third world countries, like, they're just Dude, not as Labor all day, us. bro. Labor yeah. anything. It's a generaliz- generalization. But for the most part, the U.S. is a very comfortable society. Very too comfortable. I, I was in I was in Cuba, and um, we were in Varadero, and chilling in Varadero, somebody screamed, "Shark! Shark! Shark! Get out of the water!" So all the tourists, ah, shark, shark, shark! All the tourists run out. Four Cubans run in, 
grab the shark by the tail, pull it out of the fucking water, and start stabbing it and killing it and fucking food. It's food for them. Bro, talk about how fuck. Do you know how fucking crazy? (laughs) What kind of shark was it? You're just. It was probably like a four or five foot shark. It don't matter. I I didn't ask. Still in the water. The element it lives in is yeah, but but they but they knew it was shallow enough. They can grab it by the tail. By the time they grab it by the tail and pull it out, it's not gonna. That's already. That just proves to me that they have the brain for it. They thought about it. They're like, oh, it's shallow enough. Yeah, of course. We've done. We do this all the time. We've we've done on an island our whole life. It's a four footer. Yeah, we got it. It's amazing. And I made I made the racist joke with well not racist but the Target Kmart joke. So I got to do one on on mine right on Cuba right. Do you know Cuba's national anthem? No. Roll, roll, roll your boat. That's <laughs> fucked up, guys. <laughs> Dude, you're the one telling me. <laughs> but you guys are laughing. That, like, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> because those that are the funniest So now, and now I balanced it, you know. So I'm not racist, you know. No, no. That's hilarious. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, we're, 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 stu- we're super spoiled. We're super spoiled. And I'll bring up another fucking story that, that came up. Uh, I was going to Vegas, and as I'm driving there, it was 2 a.m. Hilarious. <laughs> there it is. We're closing with this. <laughs> we're closing. Yeah. 2 a.m. Uh, my wife and I were like, uh, let's go to Vegas. All right, cool. So at by 2 a.m., we were past Barstow, but before Baker, so that little no man's land right there. Or woman's, or they, or die, or third, or cup, Sorry. no cup land, whatever. Um, oh, we're Love still gonna that. get in trouble on this one, huh? Okay, uh, we have a whole gay episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's gay. <laughs> Literally, um, but uh, so around two a.m., our, our front tire goes out, pop, and fucking, we're in that you know no person thing line, whatever. And we call Audi, and Audi's going to send a, a fucking tow truck. And we're like, hey, do we have to be around the, 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 the car if we can get a ride out of here? And they're like, no, no, just get, get safety. It's fucking late. If you can get a ride, perfect. So we start checking Uber. There's no fucking Uber between Barstow and Baker. No. You know? So then we call a taxi company, and this girl answers. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, this is my aunt's phone, uh, my aunt's company. And, uh, you know, she's sleeping right now, but I, I could pick you up and take you guys. I'll take you in my truck. My wife and I are like, whatever. So this girl comes like 40 minutes later, uh, 24, 25-year-old girl, American, dirty blonde hair, light skin, typical American girl, right? Mm-hmm. And, and she picks us up in this truck. Her story was so, like, she was such a great person, but her story was kind of fucking crazy. And this is just to show you what's happening in America. Yeah. So we get in the truck. And the roof, the lining is like hanging. You know, like the old school trucks. Have you ever seen that? You I think like, I have, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this this used to happen to like older cars. So the the lining would just fall down. Like oh, the glue would just yeah, come I off. I do it. remember that. And it's it like, like a little bubble. Right. It's yeah. like a little bubble. And then like if, if you're sitting in the middle, it kind of like sits on your head like a sombrero. <laughs> so this was going on, right? And I'm like, what the fuck are we getting into, you know? And she's like, we're like, where are you from? She's like, Barstool, um, born and raised. And I was like, oh, that's that's fucking crazy. Damn. And then she starts talking about, yeah, my mom died when she gave birth to me, you know, and now my dad died because of COVID. He was older. And I was like, geez. And I go, have you ever been to L.A.? And she's like, nope, never been to L.A. And I'm like, wait a minute. You live in Barstool, which is two hours away tops. And you never been to LA. And she's like, Nope, never been to LA. I've been once when I was six. And I just remember it was so hectic. I got scared. I never wanted to go back there ever again. And I'm like, dude, there's people like this that exist, you know, that 
everywhere, let alone what's going on outside of America. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, my point would be is like enjoy life, bro, and mind your own fucking business. How about that? <laughs> That's very travel. True. Maybe travel, be travel, travel. Unlock yourself. Jailbreak. Like, like I want to go to Yosemite it. soon. We have to make it. Dude, Yosemite and I <laughs> ask anyone here. You traveled? Oh yeah, I travel all the time. Went to Laho, Tahoe last year. <laughs> yeah. Oh Tahoe. Wow. Heard it's nice. Have you seen? Well, here's the here's the thing. America's got so many beautiful places. It does. Fuck yeah. it. I mean, California is obviously the best. <laughs> you know, duh. But but there's a lot of beautiful shit to see in fucking America. Like a lot. There truly is too much, actually. But but the world has a lot of shit to offer, man. The world's beautiful. <clears throat> it's the operation of it, I believe. On the other side, yeah, wonderful. Like the little cafes on the outside. Everything here is interior. If you really notice that interior, it's very here. It, yeah, interior sucks here, man. I know, but everything you walk into is painted white. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Think like, of a bar, for example. Right. It's a lot more internal than it is outdoor here. Okay. So if I go to like another coast in, I don't know, the coast of Turkey, like between where Greece, uh, Greece is. So everything's outside. Everything's outside. Yeah. yeah. Like here, it's it's unheard of to hear of like a bar on the beach, on the sand. Right. Right. We don't have any of that stuff. So why don't I feel like a You've tourist? in Miami, huh? Well, Miami's a different <laughs> Miami's a different country, bro. Yeah. Miami's a country. <laughs> I still, I, I love reading Miami news, by the way. Oh, because it's hilarious. Because you're like, how the heck? Like, there are some scenarios where you're like, my brain's, I can't think. You can't think, yeah. <laughs> I, can't how think I don't know how happened. that happened, but. And, and it's God wild bless. because if you look at the whole state of Florida, it's like you have Miami, which is like all South America. I mean, it's, it's, it's South America. Pretty you know, much. Like, yeah, like little Cuba. Like li- well, you have little Cuba. You have little Havana. That, that's a real yeah. thing. Like Glendale is the Armenians. Yep. You know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Puerto Rico is a lot of New York. It's New York, New York, Puerto Rican. But there's a lot of mix. But you have little Havana. And then after little Havana, you have like all of South America. Like it's, oh. it's fucking like all of some Venezuela, Colombia. Uh, fucking uh, everything, Honduras, uh, Brazilian, fucking wonderful. Like so, like it, it's 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 a party place, but it creates a different problem, and that problem is is uh, in California. People are like the Mexicans are coming over and they're taking our jobs. What jobs? What jobs are Mexicans taking? Straight up, what fucking cooking, cleaning, yeah. construction, all the jobs we don't want. Fucking uh, Santa Cruz County and Monterey County Central Coast. Uh, we produce, I think, 50% of the produce of the United States in, in the Central Coast. And when we have those droughts, that's why it's a big problem. Yeah. Who's working those fucking, uh, picking that produce? Well, damn right, the Mexicans. Mexicans, you know? So not a big deal. You go to Florida, you have all of South America applying for jobs. And the problem is, is that they're salespeople, they're doctors, they're fucking lawyers, they're in real estate. So yeah. the, the job market out there is very competitive. Very competitive, but it's a whole different country. But there's, there's a, every everything's outdoors there. Yeah, you're right. You know, so it just depends where you go, uh, and, and and that's what it is. I, I think parts of Texas, you know, Corpus Christi's. I heard they have like cool bars and restaurants and yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like well, it, for California to be such a touristy place, I do not feel like a tourist here. Like I've lived in other places where I can, I'm able to be more of a tourist, and I feel like lately it's been kind of just been the opposite. Yeah, you get me. Explain that. So, why can't I be on the beach past 10 p.m.? 
Oh, here in I California? Know. That's a rule I don't get. That, that pisses me off. Yeah. Sometimes I just have like some firewood that I just want to go out and just do. It's nature, bro. It's earth. Right. This is the way I look at the world. The fact that I can't do something like a free beach at 10 p.m. Yeah, that's retarded. Well, I get off work at 9. Retarded. It is retarded. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. We need to fix that. And it's just like going to like um, going to Tunis or going to like freaking Algeria or whatever. Just go to the Mediterranean Ocean. And you see that. People are living, dude. 2 a.m. It's popping. Yep. Where? In the outskirts of the beach. There's no patrol cars telling you to like, yo, what are you doing? This, that. It's just let the people live. Yeah. In the cities, we will dominate as police force and whatever. But it's just like there, you could do things. And then opening up businesses like a lemonade stand on the beach, no one will tell you anything. Here, everything you got to pay Forget for. Forget about so it. Look at L.A. Tape. parking, bro. Yeah. L.A. parking has gotten way worse in price in the past five years. Yeah. Drastically. I remember paying for like $5 all day sometimes. Mm. And now it's, getting, it's reaching a point where it's like 60 bucks. Dude, I just got tacos yesterday from a taco truck. A taco truck. I got four uh, fucking uh, carne de res tacos and three carne asada tacos with the drink. 30 bucks. I was like, what the hell? Jesus. Discouraging to do anything outside your home. Like you're just like, I want to breed grow and do everything at home now and that's what covid kind of did it's Dude, home base I, I started making my own fucking oat milk uh shaken espresso fucking coffees because i was like dude I'm, these are like seven bucks yeah eight bucks there's a place right here called alfred's yeah they charge you get two of them it's 19 bucks <laughs> for fucking coffee how much is a smoothie these days <laughs> oh have you been at arrow one arrow no. one's terrible oh my god dude, they're so fucking expensive it's it's so expensive they have marinara sauce for like 22 bucks God damn. Spaghetti marinara sauce. Very nice. They have uh they had a milk, an organic crazy milk that was like eighteen bucks. And what's funny is that all of those products are like generally bullshit. Yeah. They're just terrible. Yeah. When you can just go like get a, a cheaper alternative it's that's service. actually more wholesome. Just like a, yeah. It's like everyone everyone being a photographer these days. It's so funny. Everybody's into photography. Everyone's a photographer. You know People are like, you should, I, you should be a photographer. Like, Robert, we like your pictures. I was like, there's too many photographers. I don't want to be that, that, that poser. Yeah. I don't. I don't Everybody's have that a good photographer. There's no yeah. bad photographer, really, unless you're taking shitty, blurry images. Yeah. But, like, cameras do the work for you nowadays. So it's like everyone's at a certain base level. And things aren't difficult to do anymore because everything's handed to you. So let's make them difficult again. So we got to find these little corners of like, yo, I got to do this differently. And that that is what will make you more different, mm. I think. I, 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 so took, I took a photography class in, 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 the, in high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the teacher, the point was, you know, there's, well, this is with film and we had to develop and do the fucking dark box and put your film and put yeah. it in there and close it up and make sure it doesn't get Warm exposed. Up the chemicals. And change your chemicals, exactly. But... um I hated that process. And then after doing that process over and over and over and over and over again, it just became very easy. And then you started realizing the hardest part was taking a picture because you'll, you'll do that process and you'll be like, fuck, man, I should have been a little bit more to the left, a little bit more to the right. Mm. I should have zoomed out, zoomed in. I should change my aperture, whatever the case is. But one of the things that he talks about in photography is some of the greatest pictures ever taken were, was because the photographer was at the right place at the right time with the camera. You That's know? it. That's yeah, it. That's all. You're capturing the moment. People are like, no, we need to make this as perfect as possible. No, 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 no. It's, it's about the feeling of it. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but we covered a lot of fucking topics. That I, was sick. I didn't even know where this was going to go. No. You know, no I dude. knew it was going to be a cool. That's most of our episodes. Now. Yeah. Intricate conversation. It's most of my fucking episodes, yeah. you know. I love it. Um, but fucking let's do this again. Let's follow I'm up. Hella so much where, where, uh, real quick prediction. Where do you see the 2 a.m. podcast, the 2 a.m. podcast, uh, in three years, five years from now? What's, the, what's the, some of the goals? Definitely, definitely going to have the headquarters. So the 2 a.m. headquarters is going to be a thing. Uh, we're going to have probably like a showroom that I want to kind of light up like the dark night from the movie. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. yeah. Kind of that whole overhead lighting. Um, I'm going to do some uh, like epoxy resin on the floors and stuff like that. I want to open up a showroom slash studios for like exotic cars and mm. things like that to come in and just pop in, take some photos, hang out, do all kinds of things. I also want the 2 a.m. headquarters to be kind of like this uh, coffee shop that people can just join us in. You can watch a the podcast. episodes from the outside, kind of like Krispy Kreme. That's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, that's I want to do that. One. That's kind of how I envision it. And uh, That's dope. Three years, I mean. Yeah, just cool people, bro. You know, bring your bike. Oh, you got a Super 73 family? Come on in. You know, whatever yeah, the yeah. hell. Just cool shit. I want it to be like a creative house, pretty much. You know, people excited to be there. That's awesome. And all that good stuff. Yeah, I can see it. It's going to happen. Don't know how long, but you share that same vision. Yeah, definitely share the same vision. I mean, metrics with, with wise, Porsche GT3s for sure. Black. Porsche's GT3. <laughs> or Nardo Gray, actually. Nardo Gray is a color. All right. Um, yeah, I see the same vision. I see this really as just a, a full time thing. So traveling a lot, Copenhagen one week, Australia the next week. Like actually just meeting really cool people. And yeah, and, and I would love to. I love fitting people into things that I do. So like. <clears throat> I'm starting a printing business, which has already started. We're working on getting our second printer and a warehouse and all that good stuff right now. But uh, eventually we're going to be doing acrylic prints and uh, like sheet metal and that kind of stuff. Um, so like along the course of business, you meet all sorts of different personalities, right? Right. And I love fitting people. In. Like I'd be like, I think I have an opportunity for you. Or like maybe like, you know, the homie Yusuf like has... Um, know something going on and he's looking for a specific person and then somehow i met this person and now it's just he does exactly what he's looking for so it's like you want a strong huh. community and yeah and that's network you're just linking people up and don't be afraid to do that because there's nothing like i feel like the selfishness when it starts to outweigh that's when shit goes wrong yeah because you're not you're not benefit you're not doing dark work for yourself to help others you're just doing it for yourself to be arrogant which is you got to keep it going you know what i mean right and, um, yeah, I love that. And I, I love that we met today. Like I said before, it's kind of like I released something into the air. I was like, I was paying attention to Robert. <laughs> and I was just like. It just happened organically? It happened. Yeah, I was no. just like, that'd be sick. If I think we should be on a podcast together. I swear to God, the next day he just hit me up. Yeah. You hit up the, and I was on, I was on social media at that moment. I usually am not. That's the funny part. So I'm like. What the hell? But I was so right, excited I'm just going to handle me. this casually. Be like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been waiting for it. <laughs> Love it. It's badass. Yeah, what, what, what is it? And, 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 you know, this is for my for myself. But what 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 interested you? So I'm really curious of why you guys wanted to do a podcast with me or you felt good. I mean, you guys are 170 plus podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm barely in the 80s. You know, you guys have a bigger following. You guys yeah. like, like I'm fucking excited. You guys came here and like, like 
you guys are the big deal. Yeah, it's genuinely. But, but, but you guys are so passionate about, you know, also being a guest here that it like uh, thank you number yeah, one of course. And, and 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 what is it like it's um honestly honest to god um i know our quality is is high in like you know production and all that good stuff and yours was the only one that kind of like stood out to us where it was just like that impressed us either either the lighting the setup the guests you had the quality of audio and everything and even the topics you guys were discussing um and dude, Thank you're you, a character. Man. And yeah. A lot of people it, are not characters. You're prepared. Like I was telling him, I was like, listen, because he's prepared. You can tell he's prepared. When you listen to other podcasts, you can tell someone's not prepared, right? Yeah. So the fact that you have questions lined up, you're genuinely talking to that person. You can feel it, right? You're not just here to be like, yo, yo, I just want numbers of episodes to just yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, that's what resonated. No, every, 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 every episode means it's, it's like-mindedness. You know what I mean? Like we roam this earth, not looking for podcasts. We look for like-minded people, and we felt like you were like-minded, so we're just like, fuck it. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And, like, you can tell there's a lot of work being done in the production and in the, like, pre-production and post-production. So. I got goosebumps, man. It means a lot. Thank of you, course, guys. Dude. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. I, let, hopefully we do this again. Yeah, 100%. Very man, we, have to, we have to have you on and as well. I, I would be honored. I'd be honored Amazing. to be on your guys' podcast. Thank and you like so I much. said, I'll get you guys a copy of this. You guys can publish it. And uh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Absolutely. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys.